How about an economic development program that's homegrown, locally inspired, and driven by people the community knows? That's been the approach of Maureen Wheeler, who serves as Deputy Director of Livingston County Economic Development. Today, we're catching up with her for an FAQ about the county's Dreamovate initiative, which has seen a lot of success in its first years of running and will, of course, be more important than ever coming out of the coronavirus pandemic. I'm Josh Drusso for FingerLakesOne.com, and this is your F01 Daily. So um, the Dreamovate program uh, started through our economic development office really in an effort to um, bring new businesses into our downtowns, um, specifically businesses that would increase foot traffic, capture greater resident spending, and really bring uh, more visitors into the downtowns, um, and in turn, help our existing businesses that are there. Uh, We really feel that the more destination businesses we can put in one community, that community becomes a destination. And how does it actually function on sort of the the day-to-day side? How are businesses interacting with it? How are people interacting with it? That sort of thing. Okay. Um, So the program, it's open to new businesses and to existing businesses. Um, So they would apply to participate. And then um, the first step is taking them through a training course. Uh, This is a requirement of the grant funding. You know, we really feel it gives them a lot of the resources and essentials that they need to build their business plan. Um, A lot of times during that process, we have some folks that drop out and we view that as a success story as well. You know, finding out early on that this isn't for you before you spend a lot of money. But then we really work with them. You know, once we make awards, we work with them over the course really of about a year um, to help them find the right location where their business is a good fit. We have nine downtowns across the county um, and we do look at areas outside of the downtown as well. So, um, you know, we help them find a spot where they're going to be the right add to the business mix that's existing there and um, really work with them to get up and running. How, How did this start or how did this initiative start? So it really started about five years ago. Um, you know, to understand it, there's a shift that's happened in economic development that you really want to understand, and that's the fact that um, you you no one you no longer live where you work. You work where you live. Um, you know, back when I graduated college, it was you know, did you find a job? And if you did, you were going to live wherever that job was. And now, as people graduate, they're saying, where do I want to live? So it's very much the shift to quality of life, you know, in order to be able to do larger economic development and industrial development, we need to be able to attract companies here because it's a good place to live, as opposed to the access to resources, because these days you really can do business anywhere. Um, So we're trying on the community development side to really make this a nice place to live. Um, So about five years ago, we were taking a look at our business mix and our communities. And the one thing we really saw that was lacking um, were breweries. We had no breweries here. And a lot of small towns that you see really kind of have this grassroots comeback um, revitalization. A lot of times it does start with a brewery. It's this community gathering space where people can come together. Um, so we ran a competition very similar to Dream of Eight. It was called Brew in Livingston. And um, we attracted six breweries here with that competition. Um, so once we did that, we saw, you know, that this really could work. All of those breweries are still open today, expanding, doing great. And we thought, you know, that that worked well. Um, it was a good model for us. Um, but now let's bring some other, you know, we're bringing people into the communities now to take this beer trail. Let's get them to stop at some restaurants also to stop at some retail shops. Um, so we created the Dream of Eight competition um, and we ran that starting in 2019. 
and we had nine winners that we helped to get up and running through that first round. Um, so now we're ready to do it again, and we have 15 prize packages this time. Uh, where is the funding coming from? That seems to be a common question that I've run into a couple different times now. Sure. Um, it's community development block grant funding. Um, so it is a federal funding source, and then it runs through the state. So we apply to the state of New York for this funding. Gotcha. Um, curious, uh, with regard to the pandemic and what we were just sort of talking about with the, the desire to find a place first before the, the work part of it or sort of reprioritizing, do you think the pandemic is going to ultimately accelerate that change and accelerate what we're already sort of seeing on that front and, and really give, you know, places like Livingston County um, a, an advantage, frankly, over, over some of their more urban uh, competitors? I think it is. I mean, we were seeing an urban exodus even before the pandemic, and I think the pandemic has only amplified that. People are looking to get out of the cities and get into a more rural setting where, you know, they can own a little bit of land, have a little bit of space, but also make some really meaningful connections and make a difference in the community where they live. And I mean, we're in such a prime location. We have Letchworth State Park, Stony Brook State Park. Um, we have the Genesee River here, you know, such an amazing outdoor recreation area, but we're also 20 minutes to Rochester, one hour to Buffalo. So you still have those city amenities and the culture that comes from the cities. Um, it's really the best of both worlds. When you uh, look at a program like this and, and you're living through it year after year, uh, does the sort of goal have to move or is it one of those things where, where evolution within the program kind of finds itself or finds its own footing? I think that the evolution in the program does find itself. I mean, it, it's the entrepreneurs that are coming into the program with the ideas and, you know, they're kind of keeping a pulse on where the market is and where the opportunities are. So, you know, we're looking for them to bring the innovative ideas and then we can help them through the process. Um, so, you know, every round we see something a little bit different and, uh, Hopefully this time we'll we'll see some new great ideas. All right, a couple uh, sort of big picture questions as we get uh, into spring and summer and warmer weather. Um, what's the biggest challenge, uh, economic, uh, from an economic perspective, facing rural communities like Livingston County as we continue through 2021 and then also look beyond into 2022? Um, you know, there are a few big challenges. One is definitely overcoming the pandemic. Um, a lot of customers are still not comfortable getting out there and shopping in person. Um, so what we're trying to do is overcome another huge challenge, which is getting our businesses online, getting them to get comfortable selling in different ways. Um, we were forced into that last year with a lot of people starting to offer curbside pickup, but even getting you know set up online um, to take online orders and getting creative and, you know, working with other businesses cooperatively um, to find new ways to get your product out there. All right. And then on the flip side of that, uh, what's something that, that makes you feel good about the rest of 2021 and then looking into 2022 on the economic development front? I think just seeing how resilient the businesses were last year. We saw a lot of creativity. Um, we saw a lot of people that um, they pivoted. They did it quickly and they did what they needed to do to stay open. I'm proud to say we have not had a lot of closures here in the county. Um, our local residents really stepped up and supported local. Um, 
And, you know, I think that made a huge difference. And, you know, we heard from a lot of businesses that said they had the best year ever. Um, so that was nice to hear. Awesome news. Maureen, thank you so much for taking the time this morning. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime. Thanks for listening. New episodes of the show are uploaded weekday mornings on fingerlakes1.com. If you'd like to check out archived episodes, you can find them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get shows like this one. We also ask that if you find programming like this or our journalism useful in your daily life, follow the link in the show notes to become a monthly supporter. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.